Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nothing for you. You have been shot. Fuck off you, that useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shit. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. How is it the same length? Is it the same length? I some difficulty with Together, they are chewing the fat with big and All right, let's take another try at this, people. Well, all right now. All right, we. I hope we're that back. Here. We're, no, we're back. We've been back. We've been here. We've been here Monday. I'm exhausted. We've been here Tuesday. I'm already ready for a fucking nap. We yeah. had clams. We had candy. We had things. Now we got. <laughs> now we ate all everything from yesterday. Yeah, we got what we got. But we do got a show for you, ladies and gentlemen. That we do. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I just hope everyone can hear us. You know, we're having a lot of technical difficulties with the the website. Apparently, but, uh, Blog Talk was bought by another company, and they're upgrading a lot of stuff, right, and yeah. it's going to be supposedly great, and, you know, we're going through some speed bumps, and right. uh, hopefully it won't affect our listeners. We apologize to everyone. Bear with us. Bear with them, and uh promise you we will get a good show going on. Yeah. All so, right, cool. Let's see if we got Philomena Mina on the line. Philomena, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Hi, guys. Hi, right, baby. Yeah, she's okay. our tester. All right. Okay, so cool. How was your 12 hours <laughs> yesterday? My 12 hours yesterday was, uh, I don't know. Dude, I honestly don't know. I didn't do much. I, I tried to go to physical therapy, you know, the pool, the gym, thing. Right. work out a little bit, you know. Yeah, uh, you know. uh, yeah I, I stayed in. I emptied my freezer out, made some chowder, put some pulled pork in a waffle line, and made some, like, waffle hash out of it. Okay, and so that's about we, it. We, we tried a new local clam bar. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to blow them up. I don't right. want to do that to them. But uh, Philomena and I are a huge fan of raw clams and seafood and lobsters and crabs. And I'm just going to say it was disappointing. Very, yeah, very disappointing. disappointing. Very, very, very disappointing. Yeah, Philomena's a little upset. Would I go back again? Absolutely, positively not. But, uh, you know, we've did. We we've been on a clam roll. Yeah. I wish I could say we were on a lobster roll, but we've been on a clam roll. <laughs> you know, we went down to Point Pleasant, a place called Spikes out there. Fantastic raw clams, clams casino, baked clams, clams on a half shell, 
bubblegum shrimp, flour shrimp, but you know, but we put on that fresh seafood all. There's nothing better. This is what people don't understand, bro. Is there's nothing better when it's coming off the boat into the counter on ice, cooked and then put on the plate for you a couple hours later. Oh yeah. There's such a freaking difference. And you know, you just can't get that in Staten Island, man. You can't. I'm no. Sorry. Nope. You can't. No, they used to have clam them. bags all over Staten yeah. Island. You know, you can't get that quality out here anymore. It's a shame. I think we're moving to Jersey. I want yeah. to go back to Spikes. Can we go back to Spikes? I will drive an hour to go there for lunch or dinner any given time. Okay. Nice. Yeah, well, that's the, that's, you know, that's what it is. Staten Island is an island, but they say you can't eat the fish you catch or you can't eat too well, much of the fish of you catch. Well, a lot of clams go out to Long Island. They get caught out here, and they go out to Long Island in these filtration systems, and they stay out there, and they yeah. get cleaned out, and... Look, yeah. I, I love eating clams. Add some clams. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know. I wouldn't mind eating on Staten Island if they had good food. I mean, exactly. You know. Right, but I mean, it's it's tough. I mean. And it's a I shame was eating Staten some hairy clam the other day and it tasted better than anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's. It, it, the sad part is years ago in my mind, and, and I think in reality, I think everybody can agree with this, Staten Island had great Chinese food. Great Italian food and a couple of really good seafood houses. Right. You know, now, not so much. Nah. Even Jane Island. I was in Jane Island. I was in Jane Island the other day, and it's still an institution. It's still good. Right. But was it the childhood it's, but memory? But like they haven't cleaned it since we went when we were Exactly. Kids. Exactly. But it's good. I do enjoy it there, but, you know, it's... Yeah, we used to have like top of the man, and then you can actually go like by the Marina Cafe and stuff, and yeah. it was all like little clam bars and stuff, and and it was good. It was quality. You didn't have yeah. to worry about it. Yeah, there's not. I mean, I'm sorry, you can't really put a, a clam bar in an old plumbing building in a restaurant that eight the last eight restaurants failed on Forest Avenue and expect to exactly. Make it. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep one place that's killing it out in Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, place in Brooklyn work, they're not getting it right there. I don't know. I think it's just, uh, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just annoying that you really can't well, go anywhere. Yeah, the, the, the messed up part even is for guys like you and me who have been through the trenches and have cooked and have paid our dues and paid our penances and tried our own little ventures. And, like, we did it right and got smacked in the face. And you see these guys doing it wrong, and they're opening up two or three places. And it's like... Yeah. What's wrong? You either got to say what's wrong with that picture or what's wrong with the people. I can understand. Well, what else are they yeah. selling out the back door? Yeah, supporting your <laughs> local business, I get it. Supporting right. the neighborhood, I get it. But to what degree? To go and get shitty service, bad food, and to get sick? Right. And overpriced. Overpriced. I can't even begin to tell you what the fuck yeah. you looked out of there with for $50. Maybe well, $8 worth of seafood. Can I tell you? I know the rent of that place. 12000 Yep. I'm good like that. Yeah. They were asking seventeen. Now I, I get it. You got it. You got it. Look, and I, I get it too. You can't always blame the restaurant guy, and, I, and I'm, I'm open to that because I get a good spot on Forest Avenue or Highland Boulevard with parking. You're gonna get ass raped. Right. But why not get a little shack like a place like Spikes in Jersey? And it's a shack. It's a fucking yeah. hole in the wall with tables and chairs, but it's got two glass counters with the freshest of freshest fucking seafood, and it's done right. 
Mm-hmm. It's done to fucking perfection. I'd rather go in there, fuck the and the atmosphere's kind of nice. It's got the tables and chairs, and it's kind of old and you know, white water washed, and you can smell the salt and the brine yeah. and the fish, and you're eating something that's Is fucking. Is it near the water? It's the water ten feet away. See, that's it. That's uh, it. Just makes it. Yeah. You know. Even like going to like crab, there's no like good crab house on Staten Island, no. you know, you just go and just get crabs, but it's, you know, and I, I, re- I, I got, really, I got it crabs is. on Staten Island once. <laughs> I was in the doctor's for two days. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, told me so. what you expect for $10, lobsters, no. but mm. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, even if they had little red lobsters on that, I would be nice. Nah. Uh, 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 Bite your tongue. That's the worst fucking yeah, thing yeah. in the world. Sorry, sorry I said that. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Well, something like spikes. Yes. Maybe we, if we had something like spikes on Staten Island, it would really do well. Nothing right? does well on Staten Island. Yeah, well, you try it. And then people just, oh, you know what you should do? You know what you should do? And you know what you should do? You should have, can I have a chicken palm? There's a clam house. <laughs> well, I want chicken palm. That, it's that, funny because we were in South Carolina and we made the mistake of going to a seafood buffet thing. And calabash. And the, exactly, calabash. calabash. The best thing on the menu was their bourbon chicken. Yeah. Their shrimp with the skull. Everything was good. Everything. The, the bourbon chicken was actually fucking banging. Yeah. But their seafood was horrible. It's it's a shame. And then we went to a Cracker Barrel, and that was better than the seafood that yeah. we ate. Well, cracker Barrel. Love some Cracker Barrel. I love Cracker Barrel. Like, oh, I do. They're super. They have pot, yeah. pot roast and their meatloaf. Just everything. Yeah. For biscuits and gravy. And- now, I'm going to tell you the best thing I found at Cracker Barrel that made me the happiest person in the world, and I wish I would have bought it. They have, and I kid you not, a fat guy rocking chair. Yes, mm-hmm. they do. And it'll fit me and you. Yeah. And it'll, it's it. Hold up to like 600 pounds. I was rocking like a motherfucker yeah. on this thing outside Cracker Barrel. Mary's mother bought a rocking chair from Cracker Barrel. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you go inside, you got the old-fashioned candy, and you got your straightforward, simple, rustic food done right. Right. And it's like Disney World where you get off the ride and you have to walk through the gift shop. Exactly. And it's great. So you got to buy something. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I made the mistake of buying yes. some, like, And if you went to Filipino, yeah. you're walking out with $97. <laughs> worth of and a foot amputation. Yeah, yeah. Worth <laughs> of gold rush gum and sweet tarts and eco wafers. Nice. Yeah, so people, we have a new call-in number if you want to call in. It's 929-477-3328. So give us a call. Check it out. You want to get into some news in, in case people didn't hear it last night? Yeah, we'll get we got a couple of news stories. Later. So, yeah. And now, here's what's cooking on Big and Beefy's edible edition of this week's food porn, wacky news, oddities, and other useless information. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Raven. So let me just start off, since we're on a clam kick right now. There's a story that Mary sent me from, I think, uh, Palm Bay, like around Orlando. A woman stole clams from Publix, stuffed them in pants, and got caught. 
Palm Beach Police, Palm Bay Police, Puppies, Puppies, Papas, Puspas. Palm Bay Police arrested a woman they they say stuffed stolen clams in her pants and walked out of Publix. Deborah Marceau, 52, was charged with retail theft in the incident early this month. Police say Marceau went into the freezer section of Publix, opened a box of frozen clams, and tried to put them down the front of her shorts. She also tried to put $45 worth of items in her purse, including a frozen pizza. And she was locked up. She said she was homeless and disabled. I was you know eating what? some hairy clam the other day, and it tasted better than anything. <laughs> but my thing with this woman is, if you're homeless, how the fuck I do you eat? I was eating some hairy clam the other day, and it pizza. tasted better than anything. <laughs> <laughs> And we're experiencing our own technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. difficulties. I had to move over to prosciutto and Primalone, and I hit the button accidentally. <laughs> but again, like, what kind of you're right though? What kind of person goes in? And exactly, you buy stealing frozen fish, you eat. Yeah. And how she's shucking open the clams? Right, exactly. Unless she's throwing them on her fucking garbage can fire in the alley. That would actually not be bad. It would be tasty. It would be damn <laughs> I don't know after they were in this woman's pants. You got to look at her. Holy smokes. God, God, no. Right. So um, I have to go back to. Now, while you're looking for that, I've just noticed something on our friends at foodbeast.com. And they're always bringing us the up to the date or up to the minute hot new food trends. And this right. is deep fried pizza balls wrapped in bacon. So as we say in Italian, a pizza fritta, which means fried pizza, wrapped in bacon. And if you see this thing, these are fantastic. Making great little appetites, like little pizza balls. Well, they, Liberty Tavern has those up the street. And They're called bacon you know, bombs. It's cheese wrapped in like a biscuit dough with the bacon around it. And why don't you tell me about it? <laughs> I'm trying to save your life. What are you hiding from this, <laughs> Yeah, really. Why are you doing this, man? Next week, we're going to have to buy some and bring him into the studio and taste it. Yeah, no. I've been trying to get him up here, be on the show. He doesn't want, he's kind of tough with the mic, I guess. He doesn't, okay. doesn't want to be on. But anyway, yeah, they're delicious. Now, who has those? Or is that just a new that's trend? That's just a new trend that's happening here. People are, and here's another one. A Hawaiian pizza dip using pineapple as a bowl. Ooh. I don't know about that, but... It well, you like that pineapple pizza every once in a I, while. I, I, I hate to admit it, and I hate to admit it, but, but you will I have my version that I like. Yeah, but they call it pizza. You could call it I fucking flatbread. But you know what? <laughs> they, I had a guy, there's two people that make it, and you're going to laugh me at one of them, but I had a guy that does it with grilled pineapple, caramelized onions, and pancetta, and it's Delicious. fucking fantastic. With a little hot sauce on there. Mm -hmm. And the other one, and don't laugh. Domino's. Domino's. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, the, the grill, the grilled pineapple makes it so much better than popping open a can of the of the fucking cubes, you know. But Domino's pineapple and bacon pizza with hot sauce when you're drunk, it's fantastic. Yeah. And the key sentence in that whole story is, when you're drunk. Yeah, exactly. The best drunk fucking food right there. Yeah. Well, I got more from Food Beast. Now I don't know if you've been. Noticing KFC changed their colonel, and it was Daryl Hammond from Saturday Night Live, the guy that used to do Bill Clinton yeah, and yeah, yeah. Sean Connery. They just replaced him with my man Norm McDonald. Okay. Also a Saturday Night Live guy. 
who I'm kind of glad because this guy got fired from Saturday Night Live because when he was doing the news, he always did OJ jokes, but the guy that owned NBC was friends with OJ and said, stop it. He didn't. He got fired. And then you don't really see him much. But now he's um, one of the judges on Last Comic Standing. He's okay. the new colonel. So I'm psyched. I'm psyched for him because I love Norm MacDonald. Fucking awesome. So he is the new colonel. And they actually have Daryl Hammond in the commercials with them and stuff like that. Pretty cool. KFC, really, really making moves. I know. So I think KFC come out with a pink burger or some shit like that. I got that story right here. I was gonna do it's uh KFC China. You know, they all do weird shit. So the pink burger and they got a black burger. And the black burger Why's it gotta be black, man? That's what they did. Some black butter. You say make it with squid ink. But and the pink one is it made with salmon? No. no but that would be actually a good idea. It's um, what do we do? KFC are called the Black Diamond Bacon Spicy Chicken Leg Burger, and the Rose Cheese Roasted Chicken Leg Burger. They make it with rose cheese or something. Whatever the fuck that is, I don't know. But looks, what is rose, rose cheese and what the hell is a chicken leg burger? It's probably. The way it comes across, you know, in the interpretation, it's probably made with thigh meat, something like that. But it looks pretty nasty. It actually, it looks like something Dunkin' Donuts would make. Yeah. But the black burger, I, I think I would dig into. How about a possum burger? With, uh, I don't know. I just, I they're weird. You, they're, yeah. they're very weird, the uh, the Asian. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe, did you ever stop to think that maybe we're the weird ones? And maybe we're missing out? These guys are getting whatever the animal may be. It's still fresh off the right. land. The shit we're eating is processed and sitting mm -hmm. around on shelves. They're going out for the hunt and the kill, and they're eating off the land, and they're eating fresh. So even right. if it's a little weird. And they're living to be 140 years yes, old. Yes, and even if it's a little weird, all the shit that our stuff is shot with all the antibiotics and the steroids and right. the fake shit and the processed shit. There's no processed shit in right. some fucking Ours possible. looks like the way it should be, but it's not really what it should be. Exactly. If you can leave a McDonald's hamburger out for weeks in room temperature and well, doesn't go bad. Here's something that bugged me out the other day, and I, I told Philomena to do this on purpose. She had a bag of bagels on her table. I said, leave them there. Because a week went by and nothing happened to them. Mm -hmm. We're rocking on three weeks, and the bag is still fresh. Yeah. Yes. Almost a month. Oh, yes. Almost oh, one yes. month the bag has been in it. And let me tell you something. I broke a piece off and actually tasted it. And that's and pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, one month. Yeah, you can't leave. Now, where did you get it month. from? I don't know. From a I'm store, good. or was it in the bag? Like it already pre-made? Oh yeah, those are chemical like crazy. Because the ba the bagels they make in the bagel store. What a month? Yeah, but I don't think they're from Staten Island. It doesn't get them from Brooklyn. Okay. What? No, no, I mean like a regular regular bagel that you, the bagel stores make. Yeah, no, those go stale in a couple of days. Yeah. And they'll start to mold like the and rock bagels bagels or whatever. This isn't even like lenders. This is an off-brand name yeah. in a bag. And they're, oh, yeah. they're mini bagels, and they're fantastic. Yeah, we can't even play ring toss with them later. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of growing your own stuff and everything, Britain just came out with the hottest ever chili pepper to ready to make your face peel off. Britain. Now, it's Britain, not as hot. As the um, the Ghost Reaper, okay, the Carolina Reaper, Carolina Reaper is 1.5 million units, and this new Komodo Dragon is 1.4 million Scoville units. Just oh, a notch it by a notch on the end. That's gotta suck to come out with a hot pepper and miss it by a half a Scoville unit. Yeah, 
I mean, in Britain, it's the hottest one. And a jalapeno is only 3,500. So these fucking things are hot. You get a hot, hot. You know what's funny? Like the, the, the Italian cherry pepper. I see people eat some jalapenos and peppers. People eat a cherry pepper and tell me that it's hot. And meanwhile, I'll get a jalapeno and flames will come shooting at my ass. Yeah. I know. It's weird. And, but it's, it's also how it's grown. Because I've eaten I, some yeah. hot peppers, like Italian hot peppers, that I can eat. They have a spice to them. At least some yes. heat, but you can eat the whole jar. Some of them burn your mouth off. And some Absolutely. of them, it's like there's no heat to it. Yeah. Whatsoever. Same thing with a jalapeno. I've had them where they're okay, but them a little hot where they'll fucking burn your mouth off. Yeah. So when you're burning your mouth off, you can put the fire out with our next story. Okay. Wheaties. Wheaties okay. just came out with a new beer. And it has no cereal in it. It's it's not a part of a balanced breakfast, so they say. That used to be breakfast of champions for me. A couple of a couple of beers and a cigarette. But uh, Minneapolis-based General Mills, the makers of Weedy, teamed up with local craft brewery Fulton Brewing to serve up a limited-time Hefeweizen inspired by the Breakfast of now, Champions. The Hefeweizen is that as good as the Budweiser? <laughs> Hefeweizen is actually they call it a breakfast beer. It's like a cloudy wheat beer, almost like a blue moon kind of. You know, like it's. Why do I know you like the? Now I can actually see a guy like you. Pouring the Hefeweizen into his cereal and having a bowl of cereal with the beer, oh, with yeah. a jar of peanut butter and a bacon strip <laughs> on the side. Yeah. That would be the total breakfast of champions right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not the healthiest of guys, but I was doing good there for a while. No, that's like me. I got, I got a fucking knife and a slab of prosciutto on the side of my bed. <laughs> All right. Well, pork prices are going up, so they say you better start uh, – Freezing your bacon, buying it now and freezing it because the the wholesale price is one one dollar seventy a pound. So you know the store's gonna start charging two, three, four dollars a pound. So start buying up some bacon and freezing it, and then go get loaded at the new boozy Starbucks in, in Williamsburg. They got a Starbucks opening up with a serving beer. They got the liquor license. They got craft beers and everything. And then I got one last story. Also, I think. Maybe if you were listening last night, you heard that M&M's has a new pecan pie flavor coming out for the holidays. Nice. So, you know, there is the news. That is absolute dog shit. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Now, here's, here's one that is new, and I just have to wonder where this one came from. That was like, because I was, all right, I'm playing behind the odd couple. We got a new format on our studio, and I'm going through the sound bites. And Burmeister had some weird, odd, random sound bites in there. But why the odd couple? It's me and you. We're like the odd couple. Okay, there you it know? is. But I figured if, you know, I was trying to put a couple of our sound bites over that, and it didn't work, so I just put it up. I figured I could play it in the like background it. whenever, you know. You're right. And I also have the Sanford and Sun one because I know I peeped the Sanford and Sun when we were talking about we were talking about doing Elizabeth. our own picking. We were talking about doing our own picking. Yes, yes. And selling shit. So okay. you know, I figured I'd get that out. Well, why not with all this talk about clams? Let's uh, hit our top five. What do you think? Let's do it. Big Beefy's top five. 
That's oh, all right. Different. <laughs> it must have been on the because I had a download from my files, which there was seventeen named top five. Okay. So there's no song behind it. All what right. happens in the top five? Let's hear that again. Big Beatty's top five. It sounds like you're stuck inside your peanut butter jar. <laughs> that was I recorded that in in the Big basement Beatty's of my room with my old job. <laughs> on my iPhone. But that was, I, you know what it is? Like my iTunes has a million files that say B and B top five. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna wear it out, but right. let's get into our top five. And we got a shit ton of responses on Facebook already since yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, but it's the top five way to eat a clam. And me personally, I like to spread it open and lick. No, I mean, top five ways to eat clams. <laughs> is that is to eat clams, not to eat a clam. Right. Okay. So, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off my top five clams. My top five ways to do with a clam. Okay. I'm going bait clam, clams casino, weenie clam, clam chowder. Okay. Now which one? And fried clam, and I'm going New England chowder. Ooh. That's my Ooh. top five right there. All right. And I think the fried clam. Now the interview with the fried clam. I'm not opposed to the little fake strips that you get in the bucket, and they're okay. They're tasty. But I'm talking a real clam belly. Shucked, fried, lightly, you know, floured and cornmeal right in the fryer. Unfucking believable. Even a clam poor boy. Oh, Big yeah. Fried clam poor boy. Yep. Now, what about you, Mr. Burmeister? Well, right now I'm trying to find. Should we go to Philomena and. Yeah, go to Philomena. Definitely should. I have, but I'm sorry. Now, let me ask you a question. You you like to eat the clam, do you? Yeah, I like (laughs) to eat the clam. Do you like to eat the clam? I love to eat the clam. All right, So my top five are clams oreganata. Ooh, mine too. I'm with you. Clams with linguine and white sauce. Okay, linguine, clam, and sauce, white. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I like a clam with white sauce. You like the so clam with funny. white sauce, do you? Yeah. I like um, clams on the half shell. Ooh, I didn't say raw clams. What the hell is the matter? I know. But yeah. I, I, I retracted one of my answers Excuse and go with clams on the half shell. And I don't like the top necks or the little necks. I like the little the little ones. Well, that would be the little Okay, necks. the little necks. Yes. I like little necks. I don't. The, the ones just, we got yesterday just happened to be a really small little neck. Yeah. Is there a difference between, I think it's a vongole, but I've seen little necks the size of a quarter and then one bigger. No, I think there are really two different size little necks. Yeah. Yes. Depends like, on whatever they want to fucking. Yeah, those are like the cockles almost, the real tiny ass ones. Yeah. So you like to eat the clam and the cockles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I oh right. I like um clam chowder. Okay, red or white. White. Okay. I like white. Uh, there's something with the red that just doesn't agree with me. My stomach. No, it gives white. you a little acid. It's yes. a little acidy. And um, you I like get a little chowder. Yeah, chowder. <laughs> and I like fried clams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's my five. Sorry, I had to do one my fourth one. Okay. All right, number five is a baked stuffed clam. Now, you know the big-ass chowder clams? Yes. Take the big meat out, and yes. then you, you chop, chop it, it up, and, and then you, you make it with, like, oh, I am a fan of that. I'm a fan, but I have to go with the oregano. Right, right. Italian. 
Number four, I love mine steamed and just beer and butter. And a little garlic, maybe onion, and dip the shit out of that with Italian bread. Number three is a clam fritter. Have a clam fritter? I've had a clam fritter. Good stuff. We used to make those in Florida and shit. Number two, fried clam strips. Got to go with the fried clam strips. Yes. Fake or real. I love the big real ones. I'm going to tell know. you something that you're going to probably agree with me on. White Castle's got a great little clam strip. Yes, they do. Well, someone commented on that. I'll, I'll get that to, in a little bit. Okay. And number one is raw. Little Tabasco, little lemon. Maybe some with cocktail sauce, some not. You know, but I'm going raw. I was such a fat bastard the other day at Spikes. I was sucking the clam down and drinking the cocktail sauce. Yes, he I was. A cocktail sauce in one hand, a clam in the other hand. I was slurping and drinking, slurping and drinking. Yeah. You know what's good? With like a Bloody Mary or oh. if you do a shot of vodka, now, like with a little bit of Tabasco hot yes. sauce and a raw clam shucked in it. Now, Boom. check this out. Not, not, not to do with clams, but shrimp. You remember the little saucy... Cock, shrimp cocktail and a little orange juice glass. It was yeah. a whole bunch of baby shrimp right, and submerged in cocktail sauce. And it was like seven seas. Yes, exactly. It was the greatest fucking shrimp cocktail ever. Yeah. Who I want those? some. Who fucking peeled those things? I know. <laughs> real TDS thing. You can make them yourself. A very small Chinese guy. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want them, you can make them yourself. We're going to. Okay. We're going to do it this weekend. All right, here. Here's, here's some comments from uh, from uh, Facebook. Derek Prince. You know, Derek, a yeah, buddy. So my page or your page? Um, this is on the Chewing the Fat page. Okay. Um, Derek Prince wrote one thing, White Fucking Castle. Okay. So, you know, of course I replied, you know, I'm like, you're telling me. And he said, so not gourmet, and the use of the word clam is probably arguable, but damn it, if they're not some strips of fries, so filled awesomeness. <laughs> yes. So, you know, that's pretty cool. We have another couple of former guests. Roberta wrote her number one is clam chowder, white, thick, and creamy with sherry. Number two is with white wine over linguine. Number three, steamed on the half shell with hot sauce. Four... Baked with breadcrumbs and cheese. Now, and five, Rockefeller style with spinach and cheese. Ooh. Now, that's usually on an oyster. Yeah. But. Now, I got my page a little bit different. I got a lot of people saying hairy clam. But someone did actually say White Castle. One word, White Castle. And it was a girl. It would be perfect for Derek Prince. Maybe it was his wife. What, 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 what you It say? says here, somebody also wrote one word, White Castle. Where is it? Where is it? I don't know. I lost it now. <laughs> I totally uh, lost it. It was here. White Castles. Desiree Hyden Turner. Oh, all right. It's someone, someone wrote Harry Clam up there. Fried Clam, Clams Casino. I'm so sheltered. I never had any clams. Okay. Um, let's see. Anything different? Clams Oreganata. Clams. Yeah. Steamed, steamed on the barbecue in an aluminum pan. Um, Another great way to do clams. I got to tell you the truth. Yeah. Deep fried. And uh, a lot of people say linguine clam, babe. Yes. Red or white and Manhattan clam chowder. Very good. Yeah. Well, Bob Farone, our other former guest from last week, which actually. If you haven't tried their barbecue sauce. Right. Which is. <laughs> cure, the cure, curious, curious Monkey. Monkey. The curious yeah. Monkey barbecue sauce. 
which will post some more advertisements right. about but that. But Bob Farone said, yeah. somebody tell Roberta that Oysters are Rockefeller. Yes. <laughs> He's yelling at his own wife on, on uh, <laughs> the thing. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a few other ones I had. I got to find. Ooh, somebody said clam cakes. I love clam like, cakes. You know what? Somebody said clam cakes, and somebody also said stuffed clams. Very yeah, good. that's that's my shit, the stuffed clams. But I'm trying to find because we had a bunch. We had Tom Huddle, Vince Leone. I haven't seen a good clam cake in a while. Now, I think we're on this page. I see, uh, I don't know what I see anymore yet. I somebody, had so many comments. I can't somebody even... also wrote it. Wrote in Harry Clam. We know. We yeah. said that okay. like 30 seconds ago. Sorry. <laughs> well, she's in a 10-second delay over there. Is she? It's <laughs> me. Permanently. No, well, I'm actually in... Facebook on your page. I know we, we just said that on the air. And, and you have the headphones on. So. And I'm also, hey, Benjamin. And, and welcome to Harry Clam at the Big and Beefy Show. And I'm <laughs> so anyway, I you know oh, what? Here we go. Here we go. How about a clam fritter? When was the last time you even had a good fritter? We that was my number three. Hello, oh, are you in a ten second delay? You said a clam fritter? Yeah, my number three, clam fritter. And you went, uh huh. <laughs> Are you like somebody in the fucking air? <laughs> <laughs> you want uh, to go to be said, I'll eat your heavy fucking clam. What are you getting? I got soup. I'm really trying to find these because there were some pretty good answers. But I can't find. Hmm. Let's okay. see. Teresa. Peter, you can't speak Italian just because you have a mustache. I understand everything. That's right. I understand everything. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, I, I can't find this because. Did we actually have a food fight yesterday, or we? Uh, no, no, no. We, just to let you know, we only did about five minute show yesterday. I was here. No. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, we. Uh, come on, people, call in nine two nine four seven seven three three two eight. Give us your top five. The only person on 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 the radio is to is Tina. Okay. She's the only person listening? She's the only person in the chat room. Yeah. Well, that's the chat room because yeah. we're not live right now. So, you know what I say to that? <laughs> well, well, here we go. These new sound bites are going to get me in lots of trouble. Yeah. All right. Duck! Well, we'll be back in about three minutes. I want yep. to play a little Italian grandmother's try Olive Garden for the first time. All right. We'll be right Ladies. back after this. This is eggplant parmesan. What makes Italian food so great? Uh, it's an ancient type of food. And the, the natural part of the food, you know, the good oil, the good... The good earth. To cook it, to eat it, to watch other people eat it is even better. Anything that grows naturally, that's what makes the Italian food great. Ooh, ugly. It looks like a skinny d to me. 
I wish that this breadstick would be more flavorful. I like with um, garlic flavor or a little more, or just a little more salt on top. Not, not even inside, just a little more, little more flavor. It tastes like merda. That's not good. You know what merda is? What does that mean? Terrible. Delicious with the oil. Oh, mm, very good. I want to bring this right. back. Well, time out. Okay, we're going back live now. <laughs> All right, Glenn is like a four-year-old right now. He's hitting stuff. And actually, now it's all jammed up. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, here, watch. It's still playing. I thought it's still playing. Uh, just stopped it on mine. All right. So, sorry about that, people. Um, yeah, so let's just back into the show. You should know you can't put new sound bites. I know, but let's just wait. Part. Just wait for three minutes. I was trying to, this is called time killer, Clem. You, you, we're already done with the top five. We've only been doing the show with technical difficulties for 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, we're about, we're I not, can't help myself. We're well, like 51 minutes in, but we were off the air for 20. So for 30 minutes, we're already done with the show. And we, we, we didn't even try to look up people's comments for the thing. We got plenty of time. <laughs> we got all the time in the world. Where exactly. Where is Chef Lou tonight? Hmm? Where is Chef Lou tonight? I don't know. Well, he may not know the new call-in. But, you know, it's, it's different. It is odd. When we're on for 10, you know, uh, a day night, it really throws people off. Yeah. So... You know, but we'll still... get a shit ton of downloads and people will listen to us. But we should have been on last night again. We'll say it again. You know, we had some difficulties. We'll had some issues. We're back up and running. So we'll be back on Monday nights, 8 to 10. Tonight's only we had Rob and I had to get the show out, man. Yeah, we couldn't not, not do a show, a show. exactly because I mean, it, you know, what happens? And then we keep doing that. Next thing you know, we'll be like, oh, let's do well, it once a month. Let's let's talk about this for a second. The reason why I did stop that was I wanted to bring up a valid point and is this and philippines italian you're a chef i'm italian i'm a chef but i want your opinion on this people think olive garden is real italian food okay and like you said before about red lobster it's real seafood i mean i think it's to have changed but it ruins people's perspective on what food really should be because people do go to olive garden and think that that's the way italian food's supposed to be and right. people go to red lobster and they think that's the quality of seafood, and meanwhile, both, in my opinion, are shit. Yeah. I mean, Rob, you got, you, I mean, you got any? And tell me, you, you got any thoughts about that? Do you think Olive Garden's good? Do you call that real Italian food? No, I think it's shit. Food in a bag. And yep. as much as these people deserve to make their money and they work hard, I'm not taking that away from them. But I think it puts a bad taste in it. Like you can say that about anything, Burger King. But you know what? Burger King is actually decent. McDonald's is shit, but it's it's at least tasteful. Hey, Red Lobster. It's lobster. You can't make a fake. But lobster. I don't even like the lobster. It's not even good lobster to me. No, it's it's like always mealy. Yeah, it's always like yeah. overcooked or something because wrong. They just, and they just don't know how to cook it right, or they have the wrong chefs or something. No, they get them. They can't. They or can't have them live. Really, they probably oh, so come. Yeah, they come paw cooked. 
Right. Yes. Or whatever. And then they just throw them in the steam. I mean, it's hard to fuck up food in those places because everything's by hit the button, hit this, right. that's four minutes, and you're all done, put it on a plate. But I think the best way to go is to go with fresh seafood eh, right off the, the dock. Yeah, but see, it. places like that put it bad. Like, I know a lot of people that have come to me and said, oh, I don't eat, I eat clams, but I don't eat mussels, or I don't eat shrimp, but I eat lobster. I, I don't like seafood. And once they taste something that I make them, and it's of quality and fresh, right. They're blown away. Like, this isn't what I taste. I'm like, it's because you went to a fucking Red Lobster or you went to a place. Seafood is very tricky. If it's not stored yeah. right, iced right, you know, you got to remember, it, it, it has a shelf life, people. It's yeah. got to be stored properly. It's got to be, be fresh. It's got to be fresh. Because, look, a bad muscle is disgusting. Yeah. A bad clam is fucking disgusting. And people go to these places and eat it, and then they come to a place like ours, and they're ordering the burger on the menu because they're afraid to try some of this because these places have put some bad taste in their mouth. Yeah. Well, this is what happens in restaurants, especially with mussels, mussels and clams. Absolutely. Now, these I things are live. And what a live things do, they piss, they shit, they throw up. So people will just dump their mussels, they'll clean it, they'll put it in a big plastic bin, mm -hmm. and they're just sitting in their own shit after yes. a while. The ones on the top are dying and dripping down, the ones yes. underneath are dying because they're floating around. If you can keep a muscle alive for three weeks, if you just wash them every yeah. night, put them between wet, wet kitchen yeah, towels, exactly, and ice on the top, clams, the same way. Oysters, it drives me crazy when I like go to work at a place and they go, oh, we got an order of mussels and there's a Bay Marie and you have to dig through to find the live order. You know, they stink. It smells like fucking rotten horse meat. You know, like it's just like a, a hamster cage. It's disgusting. Like, clean those things out and get your money. The mussels are cheap. You can get them like $10, $15 for a, a fucking bushel. And you can make a ton of money on mussels. But they just dump them in or they leave them in the walk in and like take care of them. That's all I ask. Well, that's the other thing, too. Exactly. <laughs> Even if the ones on top are still good on the bottom, once that odor's there, that funk is there, yeah. in that funk. Like even even when they try to tell people too, if you're and here's the other thing, I just I just rattled all over the place, but now you got that sitting in your refrigerator, it's starting to smell, and you got a block of cheese, a uh, shelf up from it, or you know a little bit down it. Now you in your refrigerator, it's like going to start picking up that yeah. stuff, and people don't realize that these little nuances are what causes them to have bad product. Mm -hmm. And again, they come, you and I do things or try to put things on a menu or an event, and people are scared to try it because. The stupidity of other people right. and it irks me it really fucking irks me yep anything even like fish you, you got fresh fish you don't sell it in one or two days you know a little salt water take care of it lay it out and freeze yeah. it like and then use it for a lunch exactly. thing or, or make, make a it cake. chowder or make it yeah. cake or make it fucking exactly and just cake. leave it sitting there and it's all dry and crunchy on the top yeah. like that's that's what happens when you're on the big kitchen staff your seafood goes bad. Yeah, we went <laughs> they hide it in the back of the. Uh, they hide it in the back yeah. of the fridge. They're like, yeah. hey, hey, they don't wrap it. They don't put a little it's oil what, on it. You get the lazy kitchen guys at the end of the shift that want to wipe down their cabinet belly and go home and not put the shit away yeah. properly. You know my favorite thing, and it's weird, consolidating. The end of every shift, I, I can't do wait. Time. It's like take it out of the big container yep. and put it in a little one. Yep. Like, I do the same thing. Oh, I got, I got to have it set nice and pretty. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's fucking great. Yep. But go ahead, Philomena. I'm sorry. We went out to dinner. We would go out to dinner quite a lot. But this particular place we went to, not mentioning 
restaurants, we had um, mussels. And they came out, and we didn't like them. Oh yeah, I yeah, did actually mention. Yeah. I did actually mention the name of the restaurant on the three room model. God um, bless you. It was fucking horrible. The, and the thing here's the thing that got me about that. This is what set me off about that. Is the second the waiter came around her and put them before he even dropped the plate on the table, I smelled how bad it was. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you can't tell me that you walked from the kitchen across the fucking dining room. With the plate three inches from your fucking face and didn't smell like fucking sweaty ass lofting up from the plate in front of you. Yeah. And you're gonna have the audacity to drop that on my table? Are you out of your fucking mind? Right. Yeah, it's uh But that's the know. thing though, too. A lot of people, there are a lot of people, and in their defense, they just don't know. They just don't know. Like if you were to tell me about haggis, I've never saw haggis in my life. I don't know what it tastes like, I don't know what it looks like. Right. I'm not even know what the fucking thing's supposed to smell like. So I just don't know, but I'm a chef, and I'm common sense has to come into right, right. play at some point in time. Hey, this thing smells like gas. This might not be good. Yeah, you know, and it's just I, I don't understand it. But it's just it's mind boggling to me if this guy walked again. It wasn't like two feet. He had to go through one dining room into another dining room yeah. around the bar and to the end of the dining room and drop. I'm like, you didn't smell that the whole way. They don't give a shit. They just want to serve it. Well, right after that, he dropped the plate and started watching the fucking soccer game. Right, exactly. Well, you know, that, that, that's the shit that happens. But, you know, I even had it like when, like, I know my seafood. I know when it's time to throw it out. That's my thing, though. You know? Seafood. Yep. And one day I was like, I went to do an order or something, and it was gone. I'm like, where's that side? Oh, that was, it was the fucking manager in a place. Comes in, he threw out all my shit. I'm like... So you threw out all my shit. You didn't re-prep anything or order anything? What am I fucking... I took one day off. You're throwing everything out to reorder it? No. I'm like, dude, it was fucking fun. I bought it the day before. But I marinated it in a, an herb oil and stuff. So And there were scallops. So it looked like, you know, there was like a yellowy and stuff. Yeah, but they yeah. were marinating. Yeah, and you get that. Yeah. People just don't know. Yep. It's like, it, it, it drives me fucking crazy. No, I know, I know, and that, and that's the thing. It's one thing you look. It's one thing if you don't know and you ask questions and you want to learn and you're willing to be taught. It's another thing when you don't know and you start assuming and then you get fucking cocky about it. Right. And that's the shit that pisses me off. Yeah. You know, and that, and we were talking about this earlier too. The problem is you get these these kids that go on a TV show and think they're a chef, or they work in a restaurant and all of a sudden you know they're there an extra twenty minutes and they want to get fucking paid. And I'm like, dude. Relax. You're lucky to even have a fucking job. Right. And these some of these kids make decent money nowadays. They're getting fifteen bucks a fucking hour to be here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? If not more. If not more, even you're getting shift pay of a hundred dollars, one hundred fifty dollars a shift. Yeah. Relax. Like fucking. You know. I don't know. It's so different from when you and I came up through the ranks. Yeah. That it's almost kind of sickening. Because a lot of people don't go through the ranks anymore. That's they don't, exactly they don't the start problem. off as a prep guy for a couple That's of weeks exactly the problem. to move up to a line cook, to move up to the sous chef, to move up to the head chef, to move up to the executive chef. When I worked, at, when I worked at Tribeca Grill, I wasn't allowed to touch a fucking thing on the line. My job was in the back, and I had the fucking guy who I, I called him Mr. Miyagi. He made me chop a case of basil, brunoise some potatoes, and then he takes the basil and makes pesto out of it, and it takes the potatoes and makes mashed potato out of it. I'm like, why the fuck did you just make me chop all that? And he's like, chop the basil. And I was like, and they cut the potatoes. I was like, and he's like, see, now you know how to cut. Right. And I looked at him. I was like, who are you, Miyagi? You know what I'm saying? But 
that's how we got taught. We when you earned your bones, then it was a privilege, and you were all excited to jump up on Gone One J yeah. or just the salad station and move from the salad station to the hot station, the hot app, and then from hot app to actually on the line. Because when I was a prep guy, you respected the fucking line guys. Yeah. Like, yo, this guy's on the fucking grill. He must be badass. Right. You're like now, a fallback. You just yeah. watching them the whole time, and when they need yeah. something, you ask him. I mean, now, I did. Yeah, I did the same deal. I mean, I. I started out making salads, and I was just watching everybody. But when I moved from Staten Island, Florida, I knew what I was doing. But when the first night was uh, New Year's Eve, so okay. I walked in. I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" Blah blah blah. And the guy goes, um, "Yeah, go clean that uh, case of Red Snapper." I'm like, "All right, boom." He goes, "Go clean those flaming yawns." He goes, "I'm like, all right, good." And in like 20 minutes, I was, "You know what you're doing? Get on the line." Like, he wow. just wanted to know. Yeah. And then even when I worked for uh, Chris Santos from CHOP, he just said, clean that case of hanger steak. Well, it's Red Snapper, all this fishing. Did you hear what happened to the girl who, who in Florida who went fishing? She went fishing with seven guys. Yeah. And Max, so all she had was a Red Snapper. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. I told that a little wrong. It was a little cheesy, but... <laughs> You know, if I was in the right frame of mind, it would have been funnier. But you're right, though. You, you worked your way through the ranks, and you had to yeah, prove yourself. Exactly. Even like today, if I walked in a place, I don't want to be the main chef. Give me in the back of the room. Yeah. Tell me to cut a bunch of things, and I'll be like, yeah, here you go. My I thing is, yeah, you over. walk into a place, let me learn everything first. <laughs> let me learn the station. Let me learn the menu. Right. Let me see what you guys are doing, how you're doing it. Then I'll make my assessment and see what needs to be changed and change it one step at a fucking time. Right, right. You got all these people that come in and have been on TV or I worked I worked for uh in the city for fucking six weeks. I'm a chef and then you come in yeah. and you fucking fail miserably. Especially miserable. the guys like I just got out of culinary school. I know what I'm doing. I was top of my class. I'm like, Oh yeah? Yeah, work the saute station. I'm yeah. gonna go sit back, have a cigarette. Yeah. There's fourteen dupes up there. Like, let's yeah. see what you can do, motherfucker. And he's like, Oh, oh like they panic. Yeah. You got it, man. It's just like you don't you don't get high. You know your first day is on the job as a cop, isn't the fucking a lieutenant? You know you got to start off no matter how much. You know these guys that are fucking fighting in Iraq and everything over there. They come over here if they want to become a cop. They start at the bottom. Yeah, you know, those guys are killing people over there. And you know, you know? what? Though there's something to be said about you know, and the, the sad part is they're missing out on the feeling of that accomplishment. Like, hey. I started out here. I worked my way through. I got here. They come in, and the problem is they come in, they think they're at the top, they get kicked down, and they still don't go through the fucking ranks to work. They'll just keep right. moving on and moving on and moving on and find some sucker that'll hide them and put out mediocre food, and they'll start to learn a little bit. I'm not even saying these people don't have the talent. It's not a matter of having the talent, because they may be the most talented people in the world, but you need the experience behind it. Right, just like bartenders. Everyone thinks, oh, I could be a bartender. But you go to some places, and a guy that's like, just say, a fireman or, you know, an accountant or something goes, I want to make some extra money. I'm going to become a bartender. Yeah. They get back there. They don't know how to make any drinks. They don't know where anything is. Let me tell it's you like, something. like, what the fuck? Like, when, when that's I was why at the restaurant business is shit right now yes, in a lot of places right. on Staten Island because everyone's hiring their brothers and their friends. And there's, when there's I was bad at waitresses, there's bad bartenders. When I was at the Red Zone and they were short of bartender when I had my kitchen completely under control, I said, fuck it, I'll help. If I can crank out 200 plates out of the kitchen, I can go behind the bar and pour some drinks. 
Dude, I was like fucking like I just saw fucking the yeah. Mother Mary guy. I was just thought I was like, uh, duh. what do I do? I got four glasses. I got liquor poured all over the place. The entire bar looked like a fucking tornado in it. And don't get me wrong. I, I pulled my way out of it because I'm just that type of right. guy. Yeah. But I had fucking problems. Like, I had them. It's not as easy as you think. No. It's really not. These kids come in and look, I can crank out 10 of these and I'll make 20 of those. Like you said, go ahead and do it. I'm going to have a cigarette. Right. Go ahead do it. Yeah. I can see if it was cracking open a beer. Yeah. Don't don't tap it because I don't want to pay whatever it is for all foam. You open up a bottle of beer, you're good. That's it. Beer and shot. When I was at Tribeca Grill, and I'll give you, I kind of remember the first pickup. And I thought I was badass because I wanted to move from Garmin J up to the grill real quick. And I, I was capable of grilling a couple of burgers, grilled salmon, some steaks at a time. But he's like, all right, try it out. Go ahead. And he did this to me just to prove. He's like, all right, Clem, I need four burgers, three medium rare, one rare. I need six steaks, two medium, two rare, two well done, four salmons, two rare, one well done, one no spinach. When I said, I looked at him, I was like, what? I was like, two burgers, uh, four. Uh, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going back to fucking make salads. I'm not ready for this yet. Yeah. And then it, once you get ready, you know, I was in my room. I was like, yeah, you got two rare, two medium, two year, bing, bang, boom. It takes fucking skill to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did that in Nantucket. No tickets. And yeah. at any time, you had 500 things working. Yeah. And But then you had all the know-it-alls that couldn't yeah. in the weeds holding you up. So you would have to, I would have to go over from saute and take shit off the grill because the guy's over there panicking and squeezing yeah. burgers. I'm like, give me that fucking thing. You know, get out of my way because yeah. you're holding me up. I have 12 orders of mussels. I got eight blue fish. I got 12 pastas. I got all this shit yeah. going out, and you're fucking killing me with a fucking burger over yeah, here. Yeah, dude, like, when we did Lundy's, there was actually two grill guys. There was a guy seasoning the meat and putting them down, a guy flipping them and plating them because that's how fucking crazy it was. And at one point in time, the one guy would go home early, and I'd take the rest of the shift. And if you got that slam sometimes, that late-night slam – my some of my pickups were twenty medium, twenty rare, right. ten mid rare, three black and blue, sixteen burgers, and I'm like, there was just shit fucking yeah. everywhere. But once you get it down, it's a summit. Once you get it down, like, you know how to rotate. And it was such a, it was, it was almost like busting a nut. At the, yeah, motherfucker, like, yeah. yeah, I got this. My favorite is like when they fuck it up and they're oh shit, I boom, here's a rare. And then yeah. you just know to throw another yeah, one exactly. on. And, and you it becomes mechanical after yeah. a while. Yeah, I used to love it. Now maybe, I don't know, I haven't been on like one of those lines in a while, but. No, it's like riding a bike for you and yeah. me. Give it a day or two, a shift or two, and we'll be back in the fucking groove out doing everybody. Yeah, well, speaking of Lundy's, I had a message for you. A friend of mine's mom passed away, so I went to the wake last week. And uh, the guy goes, how's the radio show going? He goes, tell Clem. I say, tell Clemenza. I said, hi. I used to work with you over at Lundy's, but he worked at the Lake Cafe with us, too, like Danny Cowell. Okay. I know the name. Yeah, yeah sure. He is, uh, he's now a air marshal. Ain't that a motherfucking <laughs> yeah, switch? right? <laughs> all my guys, all the kids that used to be kick-ass line cooks for me, great waiters, like because we worked for years together. They were all like 10, 15 years younger than me. One's my dentist. One works for uh, the think FBI. About, think about what you're saying right there. The great line cook has the ability to go out and be whatever yeah. the fuck they want to be. Because if you can do that, you can fucking... I don't give a fuck what you tell me. Right. People think it's easy. Let me tell you something. If you can work in the trenches at a joint like Lundy Brothers when it was a payday, and you're doing 900 to 1100 covers, mm -hmm. and you got that shit down to a science, you can fucking go anywhere and do anything. I don't care what the oh, fuck yeah. you tell me. Because yeah. the organization skill 
and the fucking determination and the willingness that it takes to do that shift day after day, night after night, six days a week, you're a certain fucking breed of character, my friend, and you can go on to anything. Oh, hell yeah. There's another one of my great line cooks, and then he was like my sous chef. He works for the subways now. But here's my question. How come you and I enjoy uh, it? Well, you know what? We taught our skills to everybody. Yes. And that, like, that's what we wanted to do. Yes. You know, these kids, it was an extra buck for them. They saw that we were having fun. But then they liked what they were doing. They had a lot of pride. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of them get married. And, and the restaurant business isn't for you. That's the key word right there, and it just fucking struck me like yeah. lightning. You're right, though. There's no more pride left in a lot of these kitchens with a lot of these kids. Right. Because they're coming in just to do it like robotical and mechanical. And as you and I back in the day, if it wasn't perfect or fresh, we we, we would see something across the kitchen and somebody else doing something. We'd be like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. The customer's not going to be happy or it's yeah. not right. It ain't like that no more. People nah. are just slapping shit on a plate. Here oh, you go. No. Get it out. Unfortunately, half of the kitchen, well, probably 90% of the kitchens in Staten Island, you know. It it's died. just a job. It's just a job, and a lot of them, it's, you know, and, and not not saying anything bad about, no. you know, Latin workers and stuff, but no. they're setting their ways. They don't like to eat their meat rare. You know, they yeah. set. You can't teach them a new thing. If they've been working in a place for 10 years and you come in new, you can't change them. They're like, we don't do it like that. Absolutely. That's why you don't have, you have an, you, you go through chefs like your hair's on fire because you guys will not budge. You need to, they need to open their eyes, but they look at it as I'm making money. I'm eating. I have a job. Exactly. And, you know, I know a lot of good guys that work their asses off, but if they would just open their minds and like, look at uh, Anthony Bourdain's guy, that's his ex yeah. the executive chef now at La House that passed away. He was like 35 right. years old. He was a dishwasher and he moved up to run that place. And, you know, he didn't go to school or anything like that. But, you know, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's just no one has pride. And that's what we're talking about. It started all with seafood. <laughs> No, but it, 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 it's so fucking true. And that and that's talking about seafood, yeah, but it's also been talking about the quality of places you go to, and this is why they're like. I think you and I got to start our own blog or our own column or our own book or something because people just don't know, and they need to be educated. Right. And, you know, what you think sometimes you're eating is good is not. What you think sometimes you're eating is fresh is not. And a lot of these kids, their parents don't teach them that. Their parents right. don't teach them how to. Look, unfortunately, fortunately, we had a garden in the back. So my mom taught me what fresh was. My father was a foodie. And, and same thing with you. Like, yeah. you knew what things were supposed to be. We grew up broke, and we knew how to make things yeah. out of nothing. And make and we earned our own fucking way. Right. But these kids don't know what a fresh cantaloupe is or how to pick fruit or how to pick uh, go to, and uh, Everything scared. is like the little snack packs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I eat fruit. But, I mean, that's what it is, too. Well, they fried. buy the pre-made grilled chicken from the supermarket, right. which isn't terrible. It's not terrible. Right. It's good but, on the fly. But... but the money and buy yourself a nice fresh chicken breast. And well, listen, no one has time. People at home don't have time, and people in restaurants. How can you have pride when the boss is buying frozen seafood, you know, pre-packed, or everything is like, you know, like they take all the work out of it. French fries frozen. All right, granted, they make some good frozen fries, but, you know, how do you take pride in opening up bags and frying it, you know? Exactly. like, And then they want you to change the oil. Well, it was like but, the, guy, uh, the head chef. What like? It was like the guy chef. Gordon Ramsay, who he Ramsay gave him everything came out of a bag. It was frozen. He thought he was a chef, and Ramsay gave him that whole menu and he went back and he failed. But you're right. A lot of people think 
because you open something up or can mix a few things together. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. I got a few dishes that I take a few right. things with and make something good out of. I live off of that shit in my yeah. house because yeah. I don't want to come home and clean chicken and stuff. And, you know, everything I'm on. Like today, I just made, I, I was hungry. So I opened up a, a fucking box of pasta, boiled it off, opened a can of beans, threw them in there, and mixed it with butter and cheese. <laughs> I will say, though, I've had some of your crazy concocted meals here before, yeah. and they're fantastic. But then, you know what that's from? That's putting the quality, and, and it's understanding the flavors of food. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing, too. Understanding the combination of food and how to mix things together and right. what goes well with what. And the texture. Simple, simple is always yeah. sometimes better. Absolutely. But, you know, like I, my favorite thing is when I had a horrible meal and you see the chef guy dressed to the nines, you know, million dollar outfit, five dollar game. Exactly. And he's like sitting on the ball, like staring at everyone like he's the chef. I I'm love like, that I saying, million dollar outfit, five dollar game. I like yeah. that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> I like that because you're right, though. And you're absolutely right. Look, when you see the chef, when you see a fat guy, a big guy come out of the kitchen, a little sloppy, coming in shit. That's the guy you want to go eat from because that's the guy that's fucking cooking right. and tasting and really in there. You see these pretty boys with not a stain on their jacket, the fucking bracelet hanging off, their coat fell all the way up to their neck. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. doesn't look like he worked a day in his life. That's the place you don't want to eat. Right. Or you want to buy the a drink for the kitchen guys so they take care of your food. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, we'll be back in a couple of seconds with our food fight. Hey, I'm Ralph Pagano. Uh, you know, number one, you know, of all the media that I've ever done, whether it be uh, Regis and Kelly, Good Morning America, uh, radio, TV, I have never been as privileged as to be on the Big and Beefy Show. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. So, tonight's food fight. I love the tigers. <laughs> <laughs> tonight's food fight, again, on the clam angle. Uh, it's Harry Clam versus Shaved Clam. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do Battle of the Chowders, a New England clam, a New England white clam, or... I'm going lobster bisque. <laughs> <laughs> or Manhattan clam chowder, the red. It's so, tough. It really is yeah. tough. It's a tough call. I'll tell you what. I am going to go. The reason, I'm going to tell you what I'm picking. For, I love them both. But after working in New England and making New England clam chowder, like on the fly, and, and I told you once before, we used to use it out of a bag at the place sometimes, and we won a best chowder competition with a craft one in the bag. Whatever. I like making them. But I'm going Manhattan because it just brings me back to being a kid. There was this old woman that ran my father's softball team at the picnics, would make clam chowder. My mother would make, took her recipe and would make it. My sister makes it. I just love the smell and the fresh thyme and stuff in a Manhattan clam chowder, the red. Although I like the thick, the thick white. So in other words, it's clam chowder, red or white. Right. What channel does red right? <laughs> and I can't even sneak get away with trying to talk text at the post. All right, well, you can talk text in the phone, so okay. it'll be like re-announcing everything. Clam chowder, red or white? 
There it is. There it is. All right. That's okay. what's on my mind. Yeah, so so I'm going to go Manhattan. There's something about the taste of a Manhattan clam chowder that really yeah, I brings agree, you but back. I got to go in the wing because I think that that heavy, creamy, buttery, bacon fatty, bacon fatty milky clam, I, I like it. Oh, I love it. I, I do love it, but for some reason... You know, you know what I think of my, and this is going to be funny, but I think I, I like red because there's more vegetables in it. Okay. You only use the white mirepoix, like the onions and celery in a, or leeks in a white yeah. clam chowder, you know? I've seen it with carrots, though, too. Yeah, well, that's that's not a troop. That's hey, not whoa, a troop whoa, chowder. Hey, only whoa, there's carrots whoa. in the red. Hey. But I do like the red because. I, now, you do know the Italians invented clam chowder. <laughs> yes, they, yes did. they did. They yeah. got the vongole. Yeah, Grandma was sweating in her panties one yes. day, and I uh, had a period, and uh, bam! So yeah, so uh, call us up at nine two nine four seven seven three three two eight, and let us know. Like, what do you like? Do you like Manhattan? Do you do like, like it red, England? or do you like it white? I remember Teresa told me yesterday when I was telling her about it that uh, she doesn't eat seafood. That we always make fun of her, but she said okay, she'd have to go for the Some comments coming in already from from Pepper saying white and from Savannah saying neither. Yuck! All right. How, how about like how about you, uh, Philomena? I like white. All right, nice. Right. Okay, There's three whites, one red. I feel like I feel like uh, the America's all over again. The, the whites taking over the red. Actually, I prefer lobster biscuit. Even <laughs> <laughs> I told you that's why it's a lobster biscuit earlier because I thought she was gonna say it. But I prefer lobster. Do you like biscuit. beef or turkey? Well, you know I enjoy a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what are you wacko, Bob? If you really want the peanut butter and jelly, I really do like lobster biscuit better than. New England clam chowder. Right, but if if it's in butts with candy and nuts, then every day would be Christmas. There's a chowder fight here. Yes, exactly. Okay, but if I really had to go for tell you, I think I'm going to go corn chowder. Yeah, well, that's why I made that thing today because I've been watching a lot of these fucking survival shows and stuff. Yeah, what's up with that? You want to go on Fat Guy in the Woods, don't you? I I put us in for it. I told them, oh, you know, I tried to get him on the show. Okay. And I, I emailed them and stuff, and they're like, that's great. When he's done filming, he'll get back to us. And then he sent me an email. Oh, I'm interested just uh, when I'm done filming. I'd, I'd love to get in touch with you guys. But I was like, it would be perfect. Three fat chefs of the woods. And we would yeah. get one more. You know, maybe we get my buddy Terry or someone else. And, and that would be great. But there's so many survival shows and everything. And I don't know, like they're cooking shit on the Now, like here's my question, though. Can we hunt prosciutto in the woods? No. <laughs> absolutely not. What? You can hunt a nice wild boar, and we can oh, find a damn cave and yeah, hang can, the prosciutto. Yeah, we can make homemade prosciutto. Yes, right we can get the salt from the ocean to yeah. cure it. Yeah, you we and I would do, do good in the woods. <laughs> yeah. If we didn't have to hide, if there was a shower yeah. and, a, and a private bathroom, I'd be fine. Rabbit. If there was just a comfortable chair for me, I'd be good. Yeah. Remember, I could just sit at the end of the I day. would make a comfortable chair for you out of, like, all sorts of, like, trees and shit yeah. like that. But not so much naked and afraid. I'm, I, like, I watch that. I get that way every day when I look in the mirror, yeah. so I don't yeah. have to go on the show. But there's, there's one alone. They drop ten guys by themselves in different spots in, like, the Canadian. We got two more white coming in. Ooh. All right. 
No, but I hear you. Uh, you know. But I mean, the guy caught a fish the other day, and he was like making it in a pit. Like these guys that are trying to survive have no cooking skills. Get a stick, stick it right through the fucking fish, and put it over some fire. Right, and then you see the bones, fish and you make a nice broth yeah. that you just sip to keep warm, and then you add some flavor to it, and you get all the fat. You know, I would eat. be drinking tea, eating gourmet <laughs> meals, hanging out. We find a way to like make a fake phone or something. Yeah, there was you know? a guy on the beach pulling muscles and then ripping the muscles out to use his bait to catch fish. Like, I would have made a you pot of muscles. the Martha Stewart type that you are, you get all the shells and decorate our little hut. Oh, yeah. Like, you'd be having a table. Chair. Like, like the 70s beaded. Have, yeah, exactly. So that's not a bad idea. Muscle shells for the beaded on the door. Think yeah. about that. Muscle shells and clam shells. That'd be pretty fucking cool. Well, I would crush them up and make a kilobachi coin. Ooh, that's not a bad idea either. Rocky Marciano used to collect oyster shells to make a bocce coin. He crushed them up because he said it made the best bocce coin. Really? I saw that in a movie. Right? <laughs> so I don't know if it's true, but... It sounds pretty damn fucking good, yeah. though. But yeah, so those survival shows, I mean, like, the guys are starving, but there's food everywhere around them. Like, one guy's picking mushrooms and just nibble. I'm like, make a mushroom stock. You can still eat the mushrooms, and then you have to stock on the side to, like, sip it. Uh, I don't know. Where's your guy here? No, not yet. <laughs> He's got a guy. I got a guy. He has a guy. It was funny. I was talking to my buddy Chris before the phone, and he had a guy for everything. He yeah. literally said, I got a guy about 13 times and didn't realize it. It's like the 14th, I got a guy. <laughs> So Tina, which is in the chat room, says her fiance likes Manhattan. All okay. right. And she hates chowder. Tina, come on, Tina. What's the matter with you? Uh, Who doesn't like to eat a little clam? That's five to two. Five two. Five two. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had uh I don't know. Yesterday I had it all set up, like for Twitter and everything else to do and just uh, today, today was like. A... Well, in a couple of seconds, why don't we take a little break and do some uh, radio drops, and uh, we'll yeah. come back after that. But you know, maybe, uh, maybe even a little song. Maybe we can even play a little song right now. What do you think about that? An Italian song. Why well, has it got to be Italian? You know, the Italians invented music. Yeah. <laughs> it was Joey Musica. All right, I'm gonna play a little quick song, three minute song, one of my faves from Sponge. I'm gonna play a little. All right, cloud. we'll be back in three minutes. We'll be back.
Chef Eddie Canlon loves chewing the fat with big and beefy. Hey guys, this is Chrissy Melissi from Chrissy's Petites. You guys are listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. This is Chef Barrett, Season 11, Hell's Kitchen. I'm chewing the fat, you're chewing the fat. We're all chewing the fat with Big and Beefy, right here. This is Tommy Cash from the Kettle Black in Bay Ridge, Hobra Tacos, and the Lockyard Beer Garden. You're listening to my boys, Big and Beefy. What's up, everybody? This is John Sir from White Cloud Catering and soon-to-be Fired Up Chefs. You're here with Big and Beefy. Hey, this is family chef Vince Leone, and you're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. All right, and we are back. So, uh, yeah, we're playing a little song here. We're trying out the new studio and everything. And uh, we got our caller right here. We got Jack Hay. Hello, Jack Hay. Jack Hay. Where did Jackie go? I do not know. All right, well, maybe... I don't know. Well, we'll leave her on there. Maybe she stepped off for a second. She heard the song. I'm right but... here, guys. I'm right here. Oh, all right. Woo! We, Woo! we lost you. You scared me. I thought, I thought the yeah, website crashed. I had, I had to unmute. I was, I was screaming at some children. Oh, oh that would be great. Scream at them on the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to be incriminated. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Jack, I know you probably missed it. Our top five is your top favorite. Favorite. <laughs> Your top five favorite ways to eat clams. Do you like clams? No. Oh, God. Not on. The only way I eat them is fried. So. That's All right, it. that was on my list. That was my number two. Was actually fried clams because. Yeah. Fake or real, I love them for some reason. It just no, it makes me feel like I'm I can't get sure. that. I can't, you know, do that whole raw sucking them down thing. No. Uh, I tried, but it doesn't work. Nice. So. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually with all this talk of clams. Tomorrow, I'm going to, to the beach with some people, uh, Mary and uh, her kids, and a couple of their cousins and stuff. We're taking them down the shore. So I think I'm gonna shoot over this place in the Lake Island. It's great. It's Moby's. It's like a shack. But you order in the front window, then you walk up to the back deck. There's picnic tables all over, right on um, the causeway with the drawbridge. And you just eat. like you, And they call your number, and you go up, you pick it up on the trays. It's lobsters, steamers, everything like that. Well, going to do that I know, I know. So I'm going to do that. So since you don't like clams, you don't like clam chowder either, do you? No. But oh, my grandmother my always only used to eat the red one, so... Oh, all I right, the, cool. I, I guess I guess the red one because my grandmother used to eat that all the time. But I love them both. I went with red because the same deal. There was this old lady we used to call her Mom Shaffner. She ran a uh, baseball uh, softball team, you know, <laughs> kid toys, and uh, she used to make it from scratch. But then years later, I asked her how she did it, and she would make. And this sounds pretty gross. She'd make a clam broth with the big chowder clams, and then she would strain it through. She goes, I'd strain it through my pantyhose. Yes. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm going to puke. But she goes, all right. I never wore them, but I know she did. But well, I like this song, Lazy Mary, you get better get up. We need the sheets for the table. And that's what they did. Yeah. They put veggies for the wow. table. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, my God. Clem. Hi, Clem. What's going on there, Jack? <laughs> Holy <laughs> fucking back pain. I thought Clem, you ran Clem away. Was Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, I did. Wow. So Jackie went red. She hates clam chowder, but her, her, her uh, grandmother used to make red clam chowder and make her eat it. So she's got red. So uh, I think white clam chowder is still killing it. You know, I'm not even sure what we're up to now. But Did you see you the know. post I tagged you into, uh, Rob, uh, for the um, ice place over here? They were having yes. five cent ices. I know. I Let's go. That was on like a Saturday, right? I think it was going away. I think so. Yeah, they were doing like a hundred year ago prices and shit. They oh, had man, there like was five no cents. way in hell you get near that place. They probably run out right? in five minutes. Probably. God bless, Clem. Salute, did you not? The rest is on there. Because they only stay open until the ice is. They don't have a like. They don't have right. extra. It's what they make. So they probably made about right. a gallon bucket for five cents. Here you go, guys. We're closed. <laughs> I, I, I still got to take uh, my girlfriend's kids over there because they claim Ralph's is the best. Oh, I did take the. Oh, and we had all Jersey. The why, why don't we go into Chewy's back massage? Yeah. Why don't we hit the ice place, go to Chewy's, and then go get some hot dogs and make a yeah. whole day? We'll yeah, get the we lemon ice, we'll get the back massage. Yeah. Where are we going to get hot dogs at? <clears throat> yeah. Rudd's Hut. Rudd's Hut. When are we going? It's over in. Uh, it's in Clinton, New Jersey. Oh, Jack, okay. did, you ever did you ever try Tom and Jerry's hot dogs over here in Elizabeth? We could try no, too. how was that? Here it is. They're I good. The They've been on the avenue forever, too. There's well, two places. They run They run competition with each other. There's Tom's and then there's Jerry's. But they have the All potatoes right, so in the cup. You got to tag me in the, ad, in the addresses of those places. How again. far are you from the ice hunt, Jack? Um, about 10 minutes. Okay, so we'll pick her up, or I'll pick her up. You know, we'll get her. We'll go to get ice. We'll go get a hot dog. We'll go get chewy. We'll get massages. We'll go get another hot dog. Yeah, sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to breath. And bring my chicken soup when yeah. you come to get me, all right? Oh, hey, get on board with the chicken soup. <laughs> the lady wants chicken soup. You make a chicken soup. So my buddy, my buddy. for a year and a half for chicken soup. What are you, crazy? Oh, I love Jackie. My buddy, Chris, I seen a while and he just told me that he finds his choices. This is fucking entertaining. First time ever listening. And he's fucking loving it. Oh, nice. So I just had to give him a little shout out and say thanks for listening, bud. Yeah. Chris and, uh, yeah. And he's got a guy. If we need a guy, he's got 14 guys. All right. Does he got a guy in Sirius Radio? He may have a guy. <laughs> if he got a guy on Sirius Radio, text me and let us know. But he's got a guy everywhere else, so who knows? Hell yeah. But... Yeah, so yeah. I just came but up, yeah. I fucked up the whole program. Tom and Jerry's hot dogs on the Avs. They have the same kind of lines as Ice House has. Now, is that next to Jeff Hamburgers, or is that not? All right, that was a bad yeah. joke. All right. Where, where, <laughs> uh, what avenue? What avenue is Elizabeth, it on? Elizabeth Avenue. Oh, now, I think, and I may be mistaken. It's, like, it's it only like three blocks from the Ice House. Oh, okay. But they were on the Food Network. Remember that show where they used to battle each other? I could have sworn it was a hot dog place across that went at it. But the real hot chick... No, nah, it was a Food show. Network, though. It was on, like, Spike TV or no, something. No, no, no. It was Food Network. And what was her name? The really hot chick with the black hair, Christine... Yeah, they did the cheesesteaks, too. It was Tony Luke yes. went against... Against... Uh, yeah, but every show was a battle... Battle pizza, yeah. Chicago pizza, battle cheesesteak, battle all stuff. 
What was her name? I don't know. I do not know. Nancy de God. Yeah. Remember. Check it out. Google it. Nancy de God. I know Nancy de God. Nancy de God. He does not remember. Nancy de God. Yeah. No one's commenting on my chatter thing. They're just commenting on my pulled pork waffle thing that I made today. <laughs> well, when you pull your pork, everybody seems to have something to say there. Yeah. So I don't I know will, if you guys will check it out. Look at that. It was pulled pork. I put it on the waffle on, and it was nice. Dude, why don't you call me when you fucking do anything? <laughs> yeah. Because really like, let me ask you something. You have nothing on that but pulled pork. Pulled pork and cheese I mixed in with the barbecue sauce. Put it on the waffle iron. It burnt a little bit because of the high sugar content. You, <laughs> <laughs> He's making Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was pretty, pretty cool. You know, a little burnt because, you know, like I, I wanted to form it. Yeah, but see, there's a difference. You, you, yeah, it is a little toasty, but that's the good kind of burnt. It isn't overboard. Right. Like even when you did the pig skin, I like that. Yeah. Once the bump charred, where it's not charcoal burnt, where it's disgusting, but I like that right. little. Yeah, okay. this was just barbecue sauce. Yeah, it's like caramely. Yeah, it was good. Cause I, had not, I don't like it. underdone shit. If that was soft, I like that. It's got the crunch to it. It's got the crisp. It's got a nice. And then inside, it was moist pulled pork. Crunch on the outside. So it was hard on the outside and moist on the inside. But you know what? I need a waffle yeah. line that you can flip. Yeah. Because this is like the old school one that I had to like tip it over and stuff. And All right. I don't know. I don't know. I was making that while I was making a pork. Chicken bacon stock. Now I still don't care what anybody tell me. I think you're a closet fucking pot, but it's something in that vape that's getting you. Because how do you come up with these ideas? Look, I know you're nuts. There's no question about that. I'm not saying that in a bad way because I love you. That you're a fucking <laughs> whacked out guy and you're awesome. But how does your brain think of some of these things? Sometimes it's something I either heard or saw like a long time ago, and then I'm like, I don't feel like. Because I remember I've... talking to you at times. You'd be like, all right. I'm making a macaroni and cheese with chicken mozzarella sticks, and then I'm going to deep fry it as a waffle, and I'm going to put it in my coffee and drink it. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and the fucked up part is, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. like, like the pickled kielbasa. Like, where the fuck did that come from? What the Here's my thing. Did you wake up one morning and say, I'm going to pickle some kielbasa today? Like, where does it come from? I'll tell you the truth. I think I was watching a movie, and it was like an old, like, 70s movie, and it was on the bar or something. They said, you want some pickled sausage? And they had pickled eggs on the bar and stuff. And the more I was like, ooh, ooh, I'm bringing the 70 back. I you love pickled to, you eggs. You have to smoke pot. You have to. I don't pickled care. eggs rule. Pickled eggs. I remember rule. coming to his house, and I'm not sure if you were in the blonde wig or not, but I know you had this jar yeah. of pickled pepperoni, kielbasa. There was onions. a couple of onions, egg. And I swear to God, my first reaction, when I looked at you. But it was with you, the B.O. and beets. And the beach shoes, they were all red. I looked at you like, this guy's fucking out of his mind. Why am I doing a show with this fucking baby? <laughs> he's, just, he's lost it. And I got, you have to make that again. If I buy the kielbasa and the stuff, will you make it? Yeah. Okay. I told you. I just you made heard, a pickle kielbasa for Mary's daughter who's 13. It's like, when are you going to make that? I'm like, I'm dreaming right, wait, about you, it. You heard it right here live on the radio. I'm coming over with some kielbasa one day during the week. Yeah. And let's find out how I'll even help you make it. Yeah. And I'm gonna watch. Yeah, just let me know so I make sure I have um all I need is sugar, salt, and vinegar. White vinegar, that's it. Dude, it was fantastic. It was
The strangest thing ever, but it was one of those things. I could take that to like a movie instead of eating popcorn. I was eating pickled kielbasa, mm. like, and just snack on it. And it's and really if, good on those like little. And it's really Hawaiian not that fatty because no. it's pickled, so it's you know. Yeah, there's no like extra grease getting added exactly. To it. Yeah. I just I just sent them to you, Robin. Uh, I know. I just saw that. That's okay. excellent. See, Jack, Jackie's always right there. Yeah, you know, I'm like always if on we it. Right on soup, it. Yeah, if we had stuff for chicken soup, we probably have probably. Now you're really that. making me feel bad. Now. <laughs> when it gets <laughs> cold, I swear we will make you chicken soup. Yes. You don't want it now. Yes. Okay. Jackie's but, been a fan with us since pretty much day one. Yeah. Jack, Jackie is part of the Big and Beefy show. Hell yeah. So, Jackie, if we do ever get famous, just know. like Marianne from Brooklyn yeah. on the Howard Stern show. Yeah. You will. You will. We, when we get really famous and we get on serious radio, you will still be a part of the Big and Beefy show and you'll become rich and famous with us. So, don't worry. Oh, okay. That's right. All right. You come to all the signings with us. And then Rob and I will okay. pay Jeff to make your chicken soup. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie just became another grandma the first time. I know. I saw her. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Jack, now, I saw you. I, I saw you looking hot and pretty in those scrubs. What was that about? Oh, yeah. I had to go in the operating room. Okay. That was a sight for sore eyes. I'll never want to do that oh, again. I'm used Lord. to being on the other side. Oh, my God. It was it was a it was a show between a, a bloody horror show and a fucking auto mechanic shop. I was like, holy oh, shit! That is rough way to put it, but okay. Oh. It was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. I'm used to being on the other end, so I'm not used to seeing all that, you know. So. It was oh, I can't. Oh, I can't. I remember yeah. a friend of mine. I was like, oh, what was it like? He goes, just picture your most favorite place in the world exploding in front of you. All right, well, <laughs> let's get back to something for a quick minute here, because while yeah. I went out, we had a bunch of comments come up. Facebook it was 6-3. Okay, we got... Okay, we got white. We got white. We got white. We got white. Depends on the time of the month. Okay. <laughs> we got white. I'm Red. with Cheryl Hunter. Yuck, neither. Okay, we got white. We got white. We got white. I think white. Oh, white. All right. I'm they just like white that. creamy stuff. That's all it is. Yeah, I know. Hot, hot. I think you just like the white creamy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I still can't swallow a clam. So hey. Uh, I will tear that clam I up. I was eating some hairy clam the other day, and it tasted better than anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't have the box. I've got to download that. So, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Where's the uh, move on, baby? Why? Oh, yeah. Out, yeah. We can get an official. Cracked out New Year's. Yes. Day. So, Clem, with this thing? <laughs> it was like a little thing from that quiz up thing I did or whatever. I don't know. Quiz up. Yeah, I did that thing with Lou way back when in the Manhattan. And we, it's an app on Facebook called Quiz Up. Yeah, that was, that was the launching of that, was this. Okay. Yeah, we catered it. There was whatever. It was cooking out of a closet, for Christ's sakes. But. So Lou finally came out of the closet. Is that what <laughs> <laughs> Where 
Yeah, it's Tuesday, and uh, we got the new number. But Jackie found it. Jackie's yeah. a true fan. Yeah, I, I found it. it. Tina That's right. Tina now, Tina, Tina, Tina doesn't Tina. call in much, but she does always. We can't always... forget Philomena here in the studio. Yeah, Philly's always right here. Give me a Tina. ride because, you know. Yeah. Tina, Tina runs the chat room. Yeah. You know, we got we got all the uh, all the faithfuls in there. Uh, and Where's Mr. Raven tonight? I don't know. I texted him and let us not let him know that we were coming on. All right. Maybe we'll know. have him back next week. We got to get yeah. Teresa back on the air, too. Yeah. We well, go. she's no longer working at the place that she did, but I don't know if she was working tonight. I don't know. Tuesdays throw people off. I know. Unfortunately, I think me and you are the only ones that are really working. <laughs> too bad. If we got paid for this show, I would do it every fucking night. Me, too. Every we night. should get paid for this show. Yeah. Jack and Peter, aren't giving us five dollars an episode? And, uh, yeah, that's it. And then we'll still be doing it once. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, guys, you can't do forty episodes a day. Yeah. <laughs> we, need sponsors. we do need sponsors. Yeah. Well, and we have, we have. Right. We, we just got to wait till Black Talk yeah. gets straightened out because you know we can't be giving money back. Yeah. Every time what, hap what happens is this: is every time we go with Step Up. Either blog talk upgrades or something's right. going on on the network, and when we're ready to make that full commitment, and we will be soon because we look, our listener audience is going up by the thousands every day. Yeah, every show, literally. Yeah. So. And like, like once again, I know it's it's funny, but people just come up to me, even yeah. people I know, they'll be like, "Hey." Uh, like, like in a couple of days, everyone was like this, red clam chowder, like they'll, you know, and they talk about it. Yeah, I told and you, I had a guy hanging it. out the window on Island Boom, but yeah. not the food night. Yeah. I forgot whatever he said, I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? He's like, big and beefy, man, yeah! yeah! I was like, okay. Yeah, I know, it's, it's pretty crazy. It used to be the Hell's Kitchen thing <laughs> and the Food Network thing, now people are recognizing right. us on radio. Yeah, exactly. Too bad we didn't have fun, too bad we weren't like two kids. That did this. Yeah. And we put up like fucking billboards and shit like that. We should do this. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not too rich. You kids. don't know, but you're very Martha Stewart like, and I got balls of steel. You make the little arts and craft posters, and I'll go ahead and nail them on the sides of buses oh, yeah. and put them up somewhere. And I'll drive them there. Yeah, it's going to be the yeah. getaway car. We got no shame in the game. No. I have no shame in my game. There's I'll go to like every McDonald's and Burger King and put us right up on the side of the, right up by the drive through where they order. That way, millions of people will see it every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should do that. Just make up some cheap-ass flyers. It's not a bad like idea. That. Just stick them right on the fucking... <laughs> we'll go to McDonald's drive through all the drives. You just stick them right there. Right. But the good thing is now we have www.blogtalkradio slash big and beefy. That's right. That's our page that you can go to that, listen to our archives, and Now we need the big and beefy app. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be next. That yep. is going to be next. We got things working. Don't worry. Come October, there might be some money going into the show. Yeah, so we'll be. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll be. We'll be. Well, we'll be hanging. Yeah. Oh, how did that happen? How did Jackie get oh, yeah, on? Yeah, you, Jackie. I'm not even on the studio, <laughs> so it wasn't me, Rob. You can't even blame me. This no, time. I know. I got hung up on. No, Somebody hung it up on me. We hung it up on you. You <laughs> hung it up on me. You have Jackie's weather girl theme song on? Nah. Oh. You know what it is? It was so between the time I found out we had a new thing, I had like two days that I was doing stuff and and it was just like trying. I didn't to even upload. realize. I thought when you said that you had to do that, they 
the only game below it. No. That's why I was like, great. I was like, all our sound bites. No, we had nothing. Cool. I had to upload these and You didn't tell me that part of it. I feel bad now. I would have helped you upload. No, no, that's fine. That's cool. It's just, uh, you know, it just takes a little time. Some of the, and some of the ones I uploaded were kind of shitty, but, uh, you know, I was looking for some skits to play in case we had to go to the bathroom and stuff like that, but. Exactly. You know, so, oh, we got another phone call. Let's see who this is. And this Seven was of... someone that called in last night, I believe. I know that phone number. That phone number was just phone number. Hello, you chewing the fat with. Hello, chewing hey. the fat who we got here? Oh, Motto, so what happened? We're on tonight now? We're making up time? No, no. We, we What happened was Blog Talk was bought out by another company, and they're going through a series of changes and upgrades. And unfortunately, they picked the time when Big and Beefy go on to do a lot of their upgrades. So we got booted off last night, and we couldn't go without a show for our fans. So we did it today. Yeah. All right. So we, so we did our show tonight. Yeah. So hey what's guys, going on? Hey, oh, it's a sidekick. A lot. We're doing the winery tour. <laughs> so we're enjoying ourselves on a little vacation. Excellent, nice. excellent. That's what you know people love when you're on you're on vacation and you're listening to Big and Beef. <laughs> yeah, well we had we had the we had a major problem yesterday. We were pretty pissed. So and we also had a problem the first fifty minutes of the show now, tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys know what I did the other day and I'm actually got a bar coming up this Saturday, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh-huh. do it. I took some of the rub, and I marinated, okay. dry rubbed a couple of steaks. He put it in his tea. Yeah, I put it in my tea. <laughs> and you keep what are they doing tonight? And this is also good for no, but I took some of the rub and I rubbed it on a couple of nice ribeye steaks. Let it sit for a few hours. And I did this out of my apartment, so I didn't have a grill or anything. But I got the friggin' pan really fucking hot. But a little bit of butter. I just see them off nice with that rub on. And I got to tell you, it was one of the best friggin' steaks I've ever had. Good. I'm so glad to hear it. And that, that was that pulled pork I put on the waffle line this morning. Okay, nice. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. That was the curious monkey yeah, barbecue. I've heard of chicken and waffles. And now we got pulled pork and waffles. So. Pulled pork and waffles. Got to be. Well, there was no waffle. I just took the pulled pork, added some shredded cheese to it, and the barbecue sauce. Oh. Got the waffle on your pipe and hot, put it on it, and I made like a, a pulled pork hash waffle. You just did a curious waffle. Oh, nice, nice. Sounds great. Sounds I'm going to try to get some pictures up on, on Facebook this weekend with the uh, the rub and the uh, the steaks that we make. But I wish you guys would definitely send me a picture of some of the bottles of barbecue sauce so I can get it up. I will definitely do that. Do. I will Excellent. Definitely get now, now, while we have you on, I know we, white clam chowder already won the food fight, but <clears throat> do you like white or red clam chowder? You can take that rub oh, and put right, in some of that right, clam right, chowder. Rub chowder. Yes. She's going white. No, seriously, you can take that rub and oh, put it in white. the white clam chowder. <laughs> All right. Well, white won. White killed it. I mean, I like the I like them both. But I chose red for You know what the problem sake. is with the red? It gives me agita. Nah, not me, man. I don't know. Everything uh, gives me agita, but the red clam chowder? All right. No, I don't know. The red red clam chowder just has never ever really done it for me. I just like the nice and like potatoes and the thick, creamy yes. white. Yeah. Yeah, white so you know that Progresso <laughs> makes a nice white clam New England. I clam do chowder. love me some creamy clam. Yeah, Progresso makes a good soup. They do. They do. I will admit it. 
Their wedding soup too? is actually pretty fucking yeah. good, too. The Italian wedding soup is spot on. Yeah, it is. And their lentil is good. Their lentil is very good. Split pea is good. Mm-hmm. You can take some of that styrofoam <laughs> and put it in any one of those progressive soups in it. Would be good. Nice. So, uh, yeah, well, we only have like seven minutes left on our show. Okay, yes. guys. And it was just the flute that we, we ended up hearing you. Bob was playing around with the computer and it was like, wait a minute, they're on. <laughs> Really nice. yesterday and couldn't, couldn't get through. Well, I did give well, you we, a shout we out. Having on, oh, all right. I did give you a shout out on the uh, the top five. I did give you stuff, and I also saw that Bob corrected you and said Rockefeller is clams, but yes. <laughs> I mean oysters, but you can't make them with clams. Yeah. No one said clams oh, casino. No, I mean on oh. the thing. Oh. You're gonna say, where have you been? What have you got? <laughs> No, I mean, no one in, you know who did? Chef Tom Hunnell, that was his number one, was Clams Casino, but I can't find. I think the Clams Casino was a lost dish that should come back. Yes. And even that she just brought it up, Oyster Rockefeller, another great dish that you just don't see anyone. Oyster don't know Casino why. is delicious, too. Like, mm. I should take that because I made it put on oysters. So Absolutely. good. I think I got a half a chubby right now. <laughs> now Tina said Clams Casino. Yeah, all right. Nice. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening to us on Tuesday. We apologize again about yesterday. We'll be back next Monday. That's right. With next Monday. Food fights all night. And all new mayhem and craziness. That's right. And uh, once again, thanks a lot. And thanks for sticking with us during yes. all these technical difficulties. We love and, all you guys. Uh, thank you, everyone, for supporting thanks us. Thanks, Bob and Roberta. Thank yes. you, Jack Kay. God bless your new grandchild and your daughter. Hope so, you Remember, keep chewing the fat, people. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. 